Are you ready? Oh, whoa. <laughs> no. Are you ready? No, that's the wrong song. Here we go. Oh, yeah, we're back, baby. But not as you know it, but sort of the same. have returned Stuart Jackson's the first in the comments A new theme tune and a new name. This is a teacher parent garden club. If you're not a teacher or a parent, well, you're still welcome, actually. But same phone in 07 We've not been on air for ages, and there's only Stuart Jackson that said hello in the comments. What's happened? Where's everyone gone? Oh, yes. It's four minutes long, this song. Wait, wait, hold on, wait, wait. I don't, I don't know how to stop someone's calling in. Stop, stop, stop the music. See if this works. Wait. H- Hello. Good evening, Mr. Connolly. How are you? <laughs> Straight in, mate. Well, I, I was, I'm a busy man. I've got planning to do. I thought, well, I'll ring you and I can then listen and plan at the same time. Oh, well, thanks, mate. That's kind of you. Getting, getting quick. Yeah. How are you, man? How are you? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine, mate. Well, I'm absolutely about... fine. How are you? I'm great, man. I'm feel really good. It's good to be back. It's good to be chatting. It's good to be. Uh, I don't know the last time I did a live show, but it's nice to be doing uh, doing this again. Yeah, nice to see you back on the old Insta earlier. Yeah, back on the Insta, showing people how to use the the mini leaflets that I'm handing out. Oh, mate, that's a cracking idea. Absolute cracking idea. And more people that see it, the better. The better, mate. How are you getting on anyway? How's the uh, how's the old school garden going for you? <laughs> yeah, we're doing well. The, the two new beds in the reception garden are full. Wicked. Um, yeah, they've. Had a, well, to be fair, there's onions and garlic in them as well, so they've been there for <laughs> since October. Yeah. But they've sown um, cauliflower, Swiss chard, um, celery. Wow. Uh, all sorts of stuff, you know, because you know where I work. I just chuck it on the floor and they pick. Yeah. Um. So so we've emptied the veggie pod or half emptied it to start again. Oh, wicked, man. Use the, veggie, use the veggie pot as like a bring-it-on thing, you know? And uh, then hopefully... As in, as in a what? As in a what? 
A bring it on? Bring it on thing. Yeah, like a cold frame. Oh, I see what you're saying. I thought, I thought you were like... Because it's end of the shelter, or just, you know, it's really sheltered where it is, yeah. it gets quite warm in there. Mm. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. They're really good, aren't they? Yeah, mate, they are the best thing. Brilliant. I wish I'd had one years ago. <laughs> I've got one at home and it's amazing. Yeah, they are good. So what? So you do, you know your your thing you do, just chucking all the seeds down on the floor? Yeah. You do a thing where it just doesn't matter what they sow or when they sow it. It's just no, sort of... No, well, I, I have changed the rules a little bit. I I have a um, like a takeaway container. Yeah. Do you remember what a takeaway is? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I fill that up with like this month's seeds. So today I had, it was all vegetables. Tomorrow it, it might be all flowers. So I want to take a different box in each day so they don't see the same seeds. Oh, I see. So, oh, so it's it, not like stuff, in... you're not sowing stuff that like it can't be sown at that time of year. Mm, well, I used to do that, but they, the, the older ones can read. So <laughs> they, they tell you that you've made a mistake, yeah. which there will be the odd, pack, like I sow stuff a bit early. Mm. Um, but it, it is, you know, they've got to learn and it, and I would rather they sow what they want to sow. Yeah. Or, you know, then make them sow onions that they're never going to eat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I hear you, man. I definitely uh, hear you. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, one of those, it's definitely a time for sowing now, though. I feel like now is... I, oh. I've waited. I've waited until now to get sowing. Well, my greenhouse at home is full. Well, I can imagine. With seedlings. So I've been sowing tonight. Then I come home from I come home from work at one o'clock, yeah. and I come back. I come in at about quarter to six. Well done. Check you out, mate. It's beautiful weather for it. Oh, it's great. I made I've done four hundred and twenty quid this year so far. So I heard you do. You're well on your way, mate. You got two grand budget, oh. um, two grand limit in it. Yeah, I want a two grand target this time. That's, it, that's what I was trying to say. Well, yeah. you're well on your way, mate. If you if you got that much this early in the year. Yeah, it, it's. The trouble is, the forecast is quite cold next week, so I've got to warn people. A lady bought some sweet peas today, and I said, don't put them out. No. They're hardened off, but don't put them out, because if we if the temperature drops next week, they would just keel over. We're not getting cold. It's, t- it's sunny now, mate. Shorts out, arms out. No, no shorts. Don't shed a clout until May is out. Oh, is that the same, is it? Yeah, yeah. an old one, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, that's the way I look at it. It's, you've just got to be realistic. When you're selling to people, you've got to be honest. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been interesting. Um, awesome. I've done a little begging thing on Insta tonight and Twitter and stuff at school because we're doing these uh, shopping trolley gardens. Yeah. Um, at least two bags of compost per shopping trolley. <laughs> oh, that is, the, that is the problem with that, isn't it? It's quite a lot of compost. Yeah, so I've sort of done a bag, see if anybody's going to offer to buy a bit, a few bags. I've got the budget to do it, but I'd rather the kids had the budget for, the, for nice plants or seeds. You thought about putting a um, like a platform in halfway? They're only the shallow ones, only the little. Oh, the ones. Um, what, and they take two bags, yeah. do they? Yeah, at least, yeah. But what? I want them to turn, the, turn it into whatever they want. So if they want it to grow out the bottom, well, I'll let it grow out the bottom. Oh, oh, that's a re- I didn't. I'm I... having nothing. All I'm doing is supplying the stuff they need. I'm oh, having nothing to do with it. I'm doing class R's. We're having shopping baskets. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. A bit easier. I never thought about growing yeah. out the bottom though. What a great idea! But it's on wheels. The whole point is that you push it around the school. So if it's 
full sun and you, you get a bit hot, you put it into the shade and vice versa. How many of these shopping trolleys are you going to have? Well, we've got six. So class one to six and have one. And then class R are having two little shopping baskets. Oh, this is such a cool idea. Which was, but we've been donated. I've had 10 shopping baskets that donated and six shopping trolleys. Wow, that's brilliant, man. Mm. Paul is like, well, Mrs. Thomas's idea. Yeah. And then she went and left me. You know? Yeah, well. Wow. <laughs> where did you get um, the, where yeah, did you get the shopping trolleys from? Within the village I live, they repair them for all the supermarkets. Oh. So she, her, one of her family worked there, and she said, "If you got," and then and anyway, they offered them for free, so it's great. Oh, I love that. I think it's such a good idea. Yeah, and I think they are. I think if you approach companies and ask the right, you know, they will help people out, especially schools, anyway. Oh, definitely. I'm doing a, um, yeah. I'm doing this schools garden thing here, which I'll talk about later. And I, w- yeah. I wanted some pallets, and I went down to my local fruit and veg place, and I said, yeah. "Oh, you got any pallets?" And uh, he's like, "Yeah, what's it for?" I said, "It's for school project." He's like, "Oh, yeah, just have them for nothing." I did. I gave him twenty quid because I'm a nice guy, but yeah. he was like, "Well, happy to help out." It's like people say, oh, um. Like things like mint and the, the spread stuff that spread was plant it in a mushroom container mm-hmm. and drop the mushroom container in the ground. Yes, and then you can pull it right. back out again. Or if you plant in bulbs, you can pull them out again. Yeah, exactly. You know, there's lots of ways rain things. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, just back bar and steel. That's what I say. I've always done it. Back bar and steel. I'm well excited to see. I know I need to email you about coming down because you messaged me yeah. ages ago and I ain't done nothing about it. I want to come and down and see these. Yeah, yeah. Well, you coming down? It's coming down. I need to come down and see these trolleys. Yeah, I know. I, I need to see them. <laughs> sure, yeah, yeah. No pressure. No, no pressure at all. But I've got till like June, I think. I think the boss wants them done for the Jubilympics. I'm sorry, I'm sorry for what? The Jubilee. Yeah, but you said the Jubilympics as if you're doing it was some... Jim... Yeah, we had that last time, didn't we? Jubilympics 2012. Right. It was the Olympics and the Jubilee at the same time, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. What a good year. What a good year. Yeah. Um... yeah we've had some dodgy years since then. Well, yeah, that is true. It's been... Um... You never guess. I'm in the skinny jean t-shirt. Are you really? I, yeah. I went... I come home from work, changed out of my work clothes, and I found a gardening t-shirt to put on. There's only two, only two gardening t-shirts you need to see in there. It's a old t-shirt I, and you found it. Yeah, I found it because you don't sell them anymore. Thing. I don't. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna make some new teacher parent garden club T-shirts soon. Oh, brilliant! Yeah, that'd be so, all right. Uh, we'll have one of them. That'd be cool. Yeah. What do you think of the rebrand of the podcast, Stu? It looks good, man. It does. It really looks good. It's just for you. I think. Oh no! It's school. We've got to get more schools gardening. It's just. We really. Are. I, I hear it. All the time. Oh, we haven't got time. We haven't got time. Yes, you have. Yeah. Just change your planning range. It's... Or do what I do. You know, yeah, see what other schools do. Yeah, exactly. I think it's really important. I'm doing a next week. I'm doing a um a, a head teachers conference in Birmingham. Oh, brilliant! And uh, and I've been writing the the script for that, and uh, just going through like different facts and stuff about you know school gardening and what how many schools do it. It's it's amazing how many schools still don't do it and and how much more work we've still got to do, but we'll get there. Yeah, we, we won't give in. Nah. I can't retire yet. <laughs> no, don't don't go anywhere yet, please, please. No, it is... It just... 
It just annoys me when they say, oh, we haven't got time. No, but you've got time to get an author in, or you've got time to get an artist in, or you've got... It's no different. It's an experience. It's a memory that they will have. Mm. I sort of do understand when, when they say they haven't got time, I sort of understand that for teachers, they if they don't know about gardening or have no interest in it beforehand, they then have to also go home in the evening and research about gardening. It's like learning a whole yeah. new subject. No, you don't. You just buy the plant. <laughs> it's easy for us to say. It's easy as that, isn't it? It's easy as that. <laughs> I keep saying this to other people, other school TAs and teachers I meet. You spend, like, oh, for, I'll give you for instance, um, most schools will hatch chicks out, chickens out yeah. in eggs. Sure. That package is 260 quid. For some chickens. Right? For a week. So you get the eggs on day 18. Yeah. They hatch out on day 21, if you're lucky. And then you get rid of them chickens or you send them back. What? Yeah. Well, that, what happens to them? If they go back to the company, if they're hens, they go into the, into the, um, into the farm, then lay more eggs to be sold. Mm. If they're cockles, they go to the food chain. Oh, crikey. What a, um, I've never... They I'm... don't even go to our food chain. I... They don't... Do you know what I mean? They go to pet food. They go to, like, rat food or whatever. Oh. So I persuaded our head teacher, this is how we got, this is how we saved money to be able to buy your plan. We bought all the kit we need. Then every year we pay 15 quid for six eggs. Yeah. That's what So from sense. then on, we save 260 quid a year, two years savings, buys a plan. There we go, everybody. <laughs> that's how you do it well done mate you got it I mean when you, you say know, that everyone I don't know many schools around this way that, that have chickens but um, but yeah the company makes a lot of money put it that way yeah maybe I should have well, gone into chickens no no you have chickens in your back garden but not no oh, I know so. I heard your podcast the other day said you Rich was trying to talk you into it and you talked yourself out of it <laughs> yeah I know he's been trying to talk me into it for years though to be fair if you had three chickens in your back garden, yes. you would never sit still. No, that isn't true. Because I, I had them in my garden for five or six years. Yeah. Never been touched by a, a, a fox, but when you go away, you've got to get somebody to look after them. And kids. like, yeah, if you've got neighbours that can look after them for you for nothing, it's great, but Mm, it's really difficult when you go away. It's like any pet, isn't it? Sorry, <laughs> you a... Yeah, it's a responsibility, isn't it? It is. And then what happens if one's poorly? Do you take it to the vet because it's only worth a tenner? Or do you... Yeah. Yeah. That's... Anyway, that's another subject completely. That's a whole other subject, my friend. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I did enjoy them three podcasts with Mr. Sod. Yeah. Mr. Sod. They were good, weren't they? They were nice. But I'm... Yeah. I just felt like we needed to do... get Sort of really concentrate on... What I'm about, you know what I mean? Like I like doing them long form conversations, but um, I think, yeah, I think it was just like two mates in a pub having a nutter. It was great. Yeah, well, yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but yeah, we are here. So every every schools you signed up this week. This week, um, yes. two schools this week. Brilliant. Which is not too bad, is it? I'm just waiting on something no. to kick off, but um, but yeah, I've been I've visited a few schools, especially in the culture area recently. It's so mm. funny, Stu, honestly. Like, I go and see these schools, I chat to teachers, 
And as they're talking to me, I sort of had this big smile, like a Cheshire cat on my face because they all yeah. like all teachers seem to have like the same story about not having enough time. And then they take me out to their gardens and they've all got these like wooden beds that are sort of rotten away on the floor yeah. and they had great big ideas. And then that teacher left and now they're stuck. Yeah. It's so like, it really, I don't It's not, it isn't funny because obviously the money that they've put into it beforehand yeah. is a lot, but it does make me smile because all teachers are going through the same sort of issues with that. But even if they only did it with one class, like we, I garden every week with, with my class, with class R. Yeah. And then, like, the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about the shopping trolley garden with every class I do forest school with. So, yeah. I've, like, from last week, this week, and next week, I cover all the classes that are going to do it. They've got to come up with the design. Yeah. And then I will help them get the stuff. Yeah. You're lucky because so, you're you're the forest school teacher there. Yeah, so it is it is a bit different, but in reception in class one, you have outdoor time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so especially our class, like reception, you have a lot more outdoor time than any other class. Yeah. So that's the class you need to target as a school, not you, but as a school hmm. target, because we've got an outdoor area with a little bump and a couple of gardens and a willow tunnel and whatever. So while they're playing, I just pull a couple over. What are we sowing? What are we going to do? You know, like yesterday, we just done two rows of carrots. Yeah, perfect. You know, and that's what they did yesterday. And tomorrow it might be, you know, it might be bold fennel. It might be anything. I think early is uh, a good place to, to start. Olive's got, Olive yeah. School's got a um, success plan in early years. What's she got? Early years, year three and year four, I think she's got them in at the moment. And yeah. um, they're not in her, her class yet. She's desperate to get one in her class. But um, mm. but it's a nice range. I think you know eventually when we can get them in every single class, it'll be perfect. But early is when they get their hands a bit messy. And mm. uh, I think year six, you're you're pushing you. You'd be really lucky to get any school to do year six because their year is so full on. Yeah, but the best everything else. Yeah, but the best thing about it, Stu, is in the future when they've been doing it all year, then they don't have to think about it so much. Like but just... they don't even have to do it in class time. They're, like, I've got children that come up to me at lunchtime. Do you need any weeding done? Yeah. Do you need any gardening done? So It just becomes part of their life. Yeah. And you just don't... It's not just gardening. It's the environment. And it's keeping the school tidy, keeping it litter free, and, and allowing things to flourish. You know, the trees that you've got in your garden, in your school. and So we, we're looking to buy a tree for the Jubilee. Yeah. And we haven't got an oak tree in our school. And I said to Sam, you buy an oak tree, Sam, you've got to wait 30 years for it to, to develop, you know? Yeah. I said, if you buy something like a McFlair and Magnolia, it, yes, it take it will last forever. Well, it's seen me out anyway. <laughs> it takes three years to flower, four years to flower. Hmm. But you've got a beautiful tree to look at. Yeah, but and the kid's going to look after that. Yeah, but don't you think, just being devil's advocate, don't you think like having like a little oak tree that just really slowly grows and grows like is like it's good for teaching like patience and like imagine like in 50 years time that that tree's there the the Stuart Jackson tree yeah, <laughs> yeah, name I it probably. Mm. Do, do you know what I mean I do know what you mean um I've had this discussion all because we've got quite a few trees as you know yeah but we have to have them surveyed every year which yeah. you have to pay for then if they need they need a bit of pollard in or they, you know, you've got to pay for. 
So I was thinking financially long term. I was going to save the school a little bit of money, see, so then I can get another plan in. Yeah, I like you, Stu. <laughs> Good idea. Yeah. Now you said that. Brilliant. But it, it, you know, it, I, I get exactly where you're coming from. An oak tree is really great because the habitat that you're creating as well. Yeah. You know, there's, I can't remember. There's, there is a fact that I should be able to remember. <laughs> how many insects and animals live on an oak tree? Mm. You know, it is phenomenal. The number is phenomenal. So, um, yeah, it probably is the best thing to buy, really, for, for the environment as well as the school. Yeah, yeah. Well, let us you know you get on your tree, mate. You got when you go buying it, you've got plenty of time, and yeah. Yeah, well, it needs, if it needs a tree, it needs going in in the next month, really. That's Otherwise, true. you'd be watering it every other day, wouldn't you? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Well, you hope yeah. for some hot weather coming. Well, I was in my shirt sleeve this morning. I will say that oh, there we it go, was man. a bit warm. <laughs> um, I'm not used to that. I'm not used to being outside in the sunshine. No, I know. Yeah, we've missed it, haven't we? We've missed it, Stu. We've oh, God, it, we've missed it. We have, yeah. So we've got to get everybody listening. We've got to get everybody buying. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, my friend. Yeah. It all happened. Stu, um, it's nice speaking to you, mate. Um, That's all right, mate. Get, I'll let somebody else ring in. Get back to your planning. Enjoy yeah. the rest of the show. And um, I will. I shall chat to you. I'll, I'll message you tomorrow. Um, all right, I, I want to see these uh, these little garden trolleys. Yeah. You will. You'll be judging them, mate. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stu, much love. I'll speak to you later, mate. All right. Take care, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. In, uh, that's an interruption for 20 minutes. Stuart Jackson there, everyone. If you're new to this podcast, if you're new, you might be new. It's now called a Teacher Parent Garden Club. We talk all things kids' garden. We did anyway. I know. We did anyway. I could listen to this all... I have listened to this all day. it says is I don't know if this is true actually 80 89 million no 8 8,974 I can't read the number 8 89746 what 317 animals on an oak tree is that true yes everyone <laughs> and welcome to the teacher parent garden club um, where you can call in, ask your questions, and get some amazing ideas about how you can get kids' garden at your school, at home, wherever you are. Plus, we take your questions, we uh, have a good old garden chat along the way. It's the same skinny jean garden the show, um, just with a little bit more focus, everyone. And that was fantastic, Stuart Jackson, our. our should we say forest school teacher experts? Yeah, it's 
He's our regular expert, everybody. Um, Ian Beddows is in the comments. Hello, uh, good evening to you, Mr. Beddows. Uh, good evening, Mr. Suggett. Hope you are all well. Um, right, right. Let me explain this show. If this is you're new to the show, you can phone in 0742 357 4520. Um, we record generally, I know it's not the last Thursday, but generally the last Thursday of every month on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So if you want to get involved, that's when you can. And if you're a listener to the podcast, thank you so much. You will get this in a full um, a full section podcast. That makes no sense. A full episode. Thank you. A full episode of the podcast. Then throughout the month, you'll get little bite-sized clips through um, uh, from this show and also bonus podcasts along the way um, of things like that I'm doing this weekend. Because this weekend, I'm at Ideal Home Show. So you'll be able to listen to my garden and talks only, exclusively on the podcast. Uh, we're also going to get some amazing teacher, gardeners, parents on the podcast as guests too. So if you're a teacher, a parent, or a gardener who's interested in getting children gardening, uh, then please get in contact um, at lee at skijingarner.co.uk. That's Lee. Con- no, it's not. It's lee at skijingarner.co.uk. Hello, Anna Jones in the comments. How are you doing? Oh, I've really missed this, everybody. I've really missed it. Um, I can't believe we're almost in April. I can actually, honestly, where is this year going? Um, Ian says, glad it's tonight and not next week. I'll be driving through Madrid on the way to Malaga to get some seeds. What seeds he get? What? He's going to Malaga to get some seeds. Just to pop down the shops, Beddows. Just pop down the shops, my friend. Um, I can't believe we're almost in April. Uh, today, as I mentioned when I was chatting to Stuart just then, I have been making some paper pots. Because like I said, I'm off to Ideal Home Show this weekend, doing some talks, and uh, this podcast is sponsored by the School Garden Success Plan, which I'm sure I'll tell you about a little bit later on. And I've been creating these leaflets so I can hand them out. Hopefully people will take them to their schools, pass them to the teachers, and be part of that School Garden Success Plan. But I do understand that, you know, when you go to them shows, you get loads and loads of leaflets and maybe you don't really know who to hand it to. Maybe it's sitting on the side. Instead of putting it in the recycling, we can create some awesome little pots just with those. In fact, I won't make one right now. I'll tell you how to make one, right? They're super, super easy. So if you get a leaflet or just a piece of paper, any piece of paper, if you're... A parent, just like us, <sighs> my daughter Olive, she's six now, coming up to seven, and she has come back with quite a lot of work. And I use work in inverted commas, not because it's not work, it is. It's just work that you probably wouldn't put on the fridge. I I don't know 
whether I really want to put her times tables on the fridge. I'd rather put a nice little painting. I don't know whether I want to put three months worth of spellings on the fridge. So, we sorted them into piles. Now I've got a massive pile of scrap paper, which I'm keeping hold of because I'm going to turn them into pots. Really easy to do. So, what you need to do, if you've got an A4, let's say it's an A4 piece of paper, right? Cut that in half. Could you do it freeze? No, cut it in half. Cut that in half. And then, get something like, you know them salt pots that go... You know the salt ones? That's what I use. Um, you can get a little pot maker thing for it, but I use a salt pot. Just as easy. Um, Stuart Jackson's put in the comments that he did a video of making paper pots on the Veg Grower podcast. Um, he did, actually. That is very true. But if you... Tomorrow morning, if you go to skijingardener.co.uk forward slash leaflet, you'll be able to see the video of this. I should have just put Stuart Jackson's video up. It'd been easy, wouldn't it? Um, so anyway, you cut your piece of A4 paper in half, you get your salt pot, then you put the salt pot about three quarters over, so you've just got a little bit of paper on the end. You roll that paper up, and then you fold that quarter in in itself. Squish it down on the table, pull out the salt pot, you've got yourself a beautiful, a beautiful little paper pot. Put them all in a row, put them into like a plastic box, then you put compost in them, and then you can put your seeds in it, put your tomato seeds, yeah, depending on how tall they are, your bean seeds, anything like that, means you don't have, you don't have to um, go and buy plastic pots. Still, for some reason, in garden centres, I went to the garden centre the other day, they're still selling plastic pots. Come on. We don't need to sell anymore. Just ask your neighbours. If you ask at school your kids to go back and bring in some plastic pots from their neighbours or their grandparents, I can guarantee you'll have about 100 plastic pots. I've got them coming out my ears. In fact, I gave a load away, actually, the other day to some school. So I just didn't need them. They just take up so much space, right? Um, so anyway, where do I get onto that story? What was I talking about? Oh, anyway, yeah. So we're in April now, right? So for me, now is the time to start sowing seeds. It's warming up. Um, I know I'm called the Skeeging Gardener, but I did have shorts on today. That's how warm it was, everybody. That's how warm it was. And uh, yeah, I'm going to start sowing some seeds. Now I'm going to sow the seeds that we are sowing in the school garden success plan, which I'll talk about le later on. But I'm going to sow those seeds in my garden. Now, oh, I've got a bit, bit of a sniffles tonight. Um, now, I have got, for the school garden success plan, you get a medium-sized veggie pod. And in my small garden, if you've seen it on Instagram, I have got a half-size veggie pod. The smallest one you can get. Because it's such a small garden. If you've not seen my garden yet on Instagram, it's a fence panel by a fence panel big. It's such a small garden. And we um, have got a, a small size veggie pod. But everything that we already grow at school, I'm going to try and grow in that small size veggie pod just for our house. 
And I think we can pretty much grow everything in that small space. So I've got to prove that we can do it even in a small size veggie pod, right? Um, so I'm going to start sowing my seeds and get that garden done. I know I said it on my last live show. I've done out the shed, but I just need probably to spend a week doing out the garden. Just giving it a tidy, getting it ready. Um, because the structure's there. I just need to put all the aspects into it. Do you know what I mean? I've got, I've got all the stuff. It's just having the time to do it. Um, but I know that sowing seeds is uh, is super time sensitive. So um, so that's what I'll be. That's what I'll be doing, everybody. That's what I'll be doing. Um, as well as, I tell, well, I tell you what. Let's have a little bit of a song. And then I'll tell you about something else that is happening this month that I'm part of. Have a little bit of this. How are they supposed to feel? Oh seven four two three five seven four five two zero. How are you supposed to feel for school gardening? Right, let me tell you about this amazing thing um, that is going on. I am part this year of National Children's Gardening Week, and if you're a teacher, you can win. This is exclu this is exclusive, everyone. Uh, it starts on March the thirtieth. Exclusive, just for you, the listener. You can win. Well, it actually for everyone, but you can win a school gardening success plan by getting involved in this year's competition. Do you want to know what it is? You do? <laughs> this year, we are making... I feel like we should have some sort of drum roll. We are making... Grass. Lapillas. That's right. We are making grass caterpillars, everyone. And you and your class can win a school garden success plan. Exciting times, right? Exciting times. All you have to do, if you listen on a podcast, it should be on their website right now, plus a video of me making my very own uh, grass caterpillar. Uh, on the Children's Garden Week website. That's childrensgardenweek.co.uk. That's childrensgardenweek.co.uk. Um, I tell you what, though. If Go and watch the video. Mine is, if I'm, I'm totally honest with you, it looks a little bit like an ant. A little bit like an ant. But they're so easy to make, honestly. Um, all you need for it, I'll go through them. We've got loads of ideas in today's show. 
It's crazy the amount of ideas I'm going to be throwing at you today in the first one. Um, all you need is some old tights. Now, I'll let you, the listener, into a little secret. I didn't have any old tights. So I had to go to a supermarket and buy some tights. Um, I was on my own. And just happened to be the the morning of, um, I don't know, every old age pensioner hanging around the tights area. Uh, and I had to pick some up. Just to... <laughs> but if you've got some old tights hanging about, brilliant. If you're a teacher in your school, go to the supermarket. I think they're only like, I think I paid like £2.50 for like five. So it's not, it's not super expensive. Um uh, how much is that a class? Is that about 10 or something like that? Maybe a little bit more? Anyway, right? You get the tights. Yeah, because you only use one leg. So you get a tights. You cut one leg off of the tights. And then you cut the toe off the tights. You get some string. You tie one end up. And then you have to fill it with compost. Well, it does say on the website sawdust, but I'd use some peat-free compost. Super easy. Get it in there, right? Then you get some grass seed. Sprinkle that along the top. Push that along with your hand. Then you tie the end off, okay? Then you get some more string. Then you build up the caterpillar and make, like, almost like little mini potatoes out of the caterpillar. You get some craft... What are they called? Like piping. Yeah, you get them craft piping. And uh, some googly eyes. And then you pop it into a container, give it a water, put it somewhere sunny, and you will have a grass caterpillar by, uh, like, in a couple of weeks, real quick. Like, grassy, real quick in the sunshine to keep it nice and watered. That'll pop through them tights. Uh, And we are looking for the best class caterpillar in the UK. I didn't think I'd be saying that this year the best class caterpillar in the uk and your school could win a school garden success plan now throughout this podcast and probably for the the duration of this um this year i uh, will be talking about the school garden success plan because it sponsors this podcast and it's something that uh, we as a podcast family have uh, have created over the past two years now um, and you may hear me talk about it a lot. If you want to know about it, then head to skijingana.co.uk forward slash school success. skijingana.co.uk forward slash school success. But basically, what we do is we provide a raised bed, which is a veggie pod, um, which you may have heard me and Stu talk about earlier on. A veggie pod. We provide the compost. We provide the seeds throughout the entire year. We provide the tools uh, we then provide free um that's the number three free uh lessons every single month from january through to december and then most importantly teacher support which means the teachers can get in contact with us and we will answer your questions teacher uh, to make sure that you have complete school success uh with your class and the best thing is i've been talking to a lot of teachers recently about it is it's £499. There is a cost to it. I wish I could give it to everyone for free, but it's £499, and that's it. Because throughout those lessons, we learn about how to make our own compost, because 
with the veggie pod, it's amazing for growing vegetables. But obviously, at the end, you pull out your vegetables, you lose a bit of compost, you lose some of that goodness from the soil. Um, and what you can do is just put another layer of your own compost over the top. Um, it's so, so simple. We also, we also, everyone, um, we also... What else do we do? Oh, we also learn about how we sow our own seeds. Um, of course we learn how to sow our seeds. What am I talking? Why am I losing concentration? We also learn how to save, save our own seeds. Um, and that means, everyone, sorry, I'm, I totally lost concentration. That means that we uh, don't have to keep paying out for more seeds, more compost. It's £499 forever. Forever. And all the equipment we're using is going to last forever as well, like tens and tens of years. Um, Stuart says, if your head teacher thinks they cannot afford it, send a parent mail out to see if any local company will sponsor it. Yeah, Exactly. One of the things, questions I've got is, we do have that thing where it's four hundred ninety nine pounds in its first instinct. It's you know, it's a it's a big amount of money to start off with. If you split it down over say ten years, it's only forty nine pound, um, a year over ten years, which actually is well worth its money. But a great thing that some schools already get in contact with me. They said they um. They said that they are doing fundraisers. One school's doing a, a, a summer fair, and they're raising money for that. We've got people doing sponsored walks up mountains uh, for school garden success plans. Um, there's loads of different ways to fundraise for it. And if you've got any questions, if you're a teacher, listen to this, and or a head teacher or a parent who thinks their kids would be great to have it into their school, then get in contact with me. Because any questions you've got, I'll answer for you, or we've got a, a, a few people um, in the office that can answer it for you as well and um, because we want to get it into 30,000 schools by 2025 and um, we can do that by working together uh, to make that happen and um, so we've had some great responses great people picking up the the plan over the last couple of weeks um, and there's still time there's still time I'm getting asked when um, when's the best time to sign up now do it right now it's great of course I'm going to say that, but it is. It's a great time to sign up now because we're sowing our seeds. If you sign up later in the year, it's fine. If you start in September, it's fine. There's always stuff to do with the School Guard Success Plan. Um, so uh, they sponsor the show. So go check them out. They're in the comments right now, everybody. Um, go and do that. And this month in April, if you join right now in April, You'll be uh, sowing your uh, cucumber and your pumpkin seeds that are part of the plan. Uh, we're going to be looking at how we can care for our seedlings, which is, is so important, right? Because once we've got these little green shoots pop out, what do we do with them? Uh, so we'll be looking at them. And also, if you did do, uh, I've still talked about harvesting what he put in. I think he put a few extras in. Um, but if you did start back in last September, right now you'll be sowing, um, you'll be harvesting your beans and peas. Uh, from last year too so it's all part of of the month you know what we are doing is not it's, it's not rocket science we're not growing rocket 
but it is uh, a brilliant plan to keep your class on the right journey to gardening. Um, and like I said earlier, right now, it's a great time to sow seeds, get them on the windowsill, in school, even a great thing to do, right? One of my top tips right now is to get your kids to sow some seeds in school and take them home. One of the things I always talk about is saying, hey, the school is the epicenter of gardening for children. I've been about getting children gardening for absolute years, like actually 10 years. 10 years I've been talking about it. And it's the absolute epicenter because we've got parents at the moment, you can grow rocket. I know you can grow rockets, Stu. So it's saying, you can grow rocket. I know that. We've just not got it part of the plan. Um, we've got parents that don't garden with their children at the moment. So uh, us as teachers, or you as teachers, um, it's, it's got a lot of responsibility to get them going. And, and if they can take plants home and bring their parents into that whole growing experience, then maybe over the weekends, maybe over the weekends, they might do something. They might get outside and um, and create some gardening goodness. I think that's really important. Um, right, 0742 357 4520. The phone lines are quiet for the first show back. So I think I'll play a little bit of this. Seven four two three five seven. If you want to call four five two zero, I should say. Uh, if you want to call in tonight and get a question answered, maybe you want to tell me a little story about what you're up to uh, in your school garden or your home garden, even. Um, become and get involved. Um, Stu says oh, last year one child took a paper pot home with two tomato seeds in. Then in September, he gifted me some cherry tomatoes um, to say thank you. Now he is gardening at home with his family. I feel my job is done. If we only touch one child in each class, it's worth it. Let's help the children to get their hands dirty. It's so, it's so true, Stu, honestly. It only takes that little uh, seed, quite literally a seed. Uh, I always call it like being a magician, right? Uh, that seed of magic. Um, to get a class started. And um, yeah, that's amazing. And do you know what? Stooge just sent me a picture of... Um, he just sent me a picture of the trolley. I wish I had this idea, honestly. He sent me a picture of the trolley that he is doing his little gardens in at school. I think it's such a good idea. When he told me about it, I thought, damn, why didn't I think about that? All it is is just a normal shopping trolley. I wonder if you can... Let me have a little look for us because I wonder if you can get shopping trolleys. Can you buy shopping trolleys? Obviously, once you've brought them... Ooh, not cheap. Um, that's a new one, isn't it? 
Shall we see if we can get recycled recycled shopping trolleys? Let's type that in. Just as an idea, I tell you why I'm thinking about it because recycled shopping trolleys. Let's see if that comes up. Okay. They're all coming up too expensive. They're all coming up at 200 a pop. That's not what really I was thinking about. Nope. See, Stuart's so lucky that he's managed to get these from a local area. <laughs> Beto says shopping trolleys for a pound out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hear what you're saying. We don't want to do that, um, Beto's. Um, but what they're doing is they're creating six gardens. You might have heard it earlier on the show. Six little gardens from them. I think it's a great idea. One of the things that we're doing here in Colchester, and I, if, if I'd known about this idea from uh, Stu and his team beforehand, I'd have been all over it. But I can give you the contact for the shopping trolley with me. Okay. Okay. Well, look, if, if Stu um, gets me the contact over for the shopping trolley, I'll put it on the show notes, everyone. Okay. And, uh, and you can get in contact with them if you're a teacher. But the reason I thought it was a great idea is because. Recently, um, I was asked to be part of the Colchester Garden Festival. And as you know, I did a, a Skinjin Gardener Festival a good few years ago now. But they're going bigger, better in Colchester. Uh, a lot more money being put up behind it. And one of the things we are doing is creating 15 school gardens in town. 15 school gardens. We've uh, selected 15 schools at an incredible amount of schools. Get back to me in Colchester. I put it out to the schools. A ridiculous amount. I had to select them. I went to a, a Colchester and Bloom meeting the other week. And they were like, oh, how did you select schools? I was like, to be honest with you, it had to be at random. They said, what about the other schools? I said, I could, nothing I can do about it. Like, honestly, we would have had about probably 30 school gardens. It was just too many for the space we've got. Um, but the space we are doing, we've got 15 this year. Next year, we'll have another 15, maybe. We'll build on it. But they're only uh, metre-by-metre gardens. And like I said, we're putting them on top of pallets. And I went to my local fruit and veg shop, and they said, oh, can you... you got any pallets? And they, they gave me some pallets, which is brilliant. Um, so they can be moved around town if they want to be. They can be moved and stored over over the, the winter. Um, but yeah, 15 school gardens are being put into Colchester. And um, I've visited a few schools, and it's so exciting. We're going to do a school tour. Turns out we're doing a school tour smack bang in Sats. Sure, why not? Uh, it's the only time we can do it. It's the only time. It's the only time we can do it. Um, but, yeah, I'll be visiting those schools throughout that week. And uh, we're going to be doing assemblies, some lessons. We're going to be filming it all as well, getting that. Uh, documented uh, and finding out a little bit more about um, about school gardening and how it's improving, what else can be done on top of the school garden success plan. Uh, and out of those 15 schools, once again, one of those schools is going to win a school garden success plan. Um, the best garden design. Everyone needs to get some judges for that. Uh, but that's very exciting. That is coming up on, the f I think that's the 15th of July we're planting them up. So um, that's going to be a hell of a day. Uh, 
about. I'm very excited about it. But if your school would want to do their own little competition, I really think that shopping trolley idea is a, is a great one. Really good. And, the, and for the little kids, doing their little hanging baskets, that's really nice. That's really good. Well done, Steve. Full of ideas, my friend. Uh, on top of that uh, Culture Garden Festival, it's happening between the... F- Where's, what are the dates for that? The 20th of July to the... The 21st of August um, for that. It's a month-long festival. So much going on. In Colchester, we're doing walking trails, um, which they'll be their very own podcasts, where I'll be talking you to through into town. As you walk into town, you'll hear my dulcet tunes. Maybe singing, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but there'll be a, a family trail into town from all over town there's four in total and uh yeah we'll be like seeing different areas that you might not see get your head out your phone have a look around enjoy the wildlife enjoy the gardens i'm really excited about that another thing we're doing is uh obviously i've got uh, a few sow and grow sessions booked in throughout that whole month uh which will be really great we're getting loads of families involved in that for free sow and grow session sessions um which is really exciting uh, and also, oh, I don't know what's going to happen yet. I could ask you actually, as as the listener, um, and if you if you've got an answer, please do get in contact. If you listen to the podcast, do get in contact with it. You know, I mentioned if you're new to the podcast, then you won't have heard me talk about this. But if you're a regular, cheers for sticking with us. Um, the theatre thing, I was really excited about it, wasn't I? And I went for a meeting today. Basically, I can't do it on the dates. On the dates they want me to do it. Or I want to do it, I should say. I can't do it. Because they're doing panto. Summer panto. Summer panto. When's this happening? When's this all suddenly... So when's Summer Panto start? So, what I'm asking, basically, from you guys, if you're a teacher or a parent, firstly, parents, would you book a show in September after the six weeks holiday? Would you book a show in September on a week weekend... To come and watch a gardening entertainment show. Would you do that? And teachers. Would you. Would you book. Your class. To come during the week. That's the question. Because I spoke to a few different schools and they said they'd love to book up. They said they'd book a whole... One school said they'd book the whole school to come. It's a 500-seater. And so what I would like is to do a few sessions in a day. 
and get quite a few schools in. That'd be really great. It would be charged. Again, the cost, I'm not really sure how much we charge for that for schools. But then some schools are saying that, you know, it might not be, it might not be able to because of the cost. Um, so honestly, um, I'm going to ask you, the listener, for your advice. What do you think? Thanks. <laughs> Stuart says, got to be better than watching an old soap star in Pano. Yeah, I know that. I know that. <laughs> I was gutted. Obviously, because after six weeks holiday, I know how expensive six weeks holiday can be. So it's like, I'm not sure. I'm not really sure what to do about that. I'm gutted because it's such a great show. Uh, if you, well, we'll find out, but hopefully by next month, I'll have some more information because if we do do it in September, I'm going to start selling tickets now. Um, so stand by on that one. You'll know a lot more about it. Um, but if you want to see that show, like a preview, I have, um, we've got exciting news. Because I am going to be at Eden Project for the whole, that's right, the Monday, the Tuesday, the Wednesday, the Thursday, the Friday of the May half term. Every single day of the May half term, I will be at Eden Project with the biggest gardening entertainment show in the world. Live from Eden. So if you want to get a preview of what you would see at um, at the theatre, then come down to Eden, peeps. It's going to be a good week down there. I'm excited about it. It's going to be great. I love Eden Project. I ain't been there for years. I think since 2014 was the last time I, I did a show there. So that is be great. It's an incredible location for that. Uh, so if you want to come and see that, uh, Eden Project, the May half term. Uh, talking about... Uh, events 0742-357-4520 talking about events uh, this month we've got a few events coming up and I thought I'd share them with you they are good events for kids if you want to go and check them out um, one is Toby's Garden Fest I really like this one I have done bits down there before I know a few people doing stuff down there this year but it's got such a good vibe to Toby's Garden Fest um, so yeah that's a great one. That's happening on the 29th and the 30th of April. Um, Gardener's World Spring, which I'm not sure about. I'm, I am going to it, but as a visitor, uh, I don't know. Mr. Suggett might be able to tell me if it's a good one because he's been there. He went last year. It's a good one for kids, maybe, Suggs, put it in the comments. Anyway, that's happening on the 29th and the 1st of May as well. I'm going to go there as a visitor on the Friday, I think. I must book my ticket for that. Uh, on the Friday, I believe. And then, at the start of May, I, I'm not there this year, right? I'm not there. But I'm going to mention it, because I do like it as a show. Uh, the Malvern Spring show, uh, uh, the RHS Malvern Spring, is on. 
all the same faces apart from me uh, are going to be there. So uh, so go check that out. I feel a bit gutter because I, I love doing the school gardens there. But I believe uh, they've got Chris Collins back there. So that's good. You know, I like Chris. Saw him the other day. Um, I like him. I don't know how many school guns they've got this year down there, Stu. I think someone said Stu. I think said only about three. But, you know, we've had COVID and stuff, so it could be a little bit uh, more difficult to do. I, I mean, on the school guard, gardens thing, the show guns, that's why we did such a small garden for our Colchester show gardens because it, there's a lot of work goes into it, right? And we, we're going to do loads of lessons around it. It's based on the Jubilee. We're going to do loads of lessons around that. Uh, and then the best design sort of gets built together. But it just means that it's not expensive for the school to get involved with. Um, as, as I say that, and I've just got an email through from another school. What are they saying? Hang on. Oh, I love that. We're so excited to be part of the Garden Festival. The ideas are already starting to flow. Um, and then they're just saying when they'd like to come for the um, for the assembly. Oh, I love that. I love excitement. I've really enjoyed um, visiting schools recently because there's so much excitement around the festival and school garden. Uh, it's not fair that you're not there. I know, mate. It's not fair. Uh, they only got six gardens this year. Only one school turned up. Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, you know, things... Things happen. Um, it's, it's different there. We never know. And that might go back to Malvern one day. Um, but we, we're too busy for that now. We've got too much going on. We're taking over. We're taking over. Um, I did ask for a few questions. And if you have got any garden questions or, or questions in general um, about schools, um, then please do. Uh, what are the questions I've got? One question I got through from Ed. Hello, Ed. How are you doing, my friend? Uh, how does the school gardening success plan fit in with the curriculum? One of the things we've done with the school garden success plan, uh, Ed, is that we've made it so we give the structure to the gardening lesson side of it. And because we um, and we will build on that a little bit, and we will build the curriculum into it. But what we're doing at the moment is we build the structure of the gardening side of it. So the teachers can go away and fit their lessons into it. Because, like I said earlier, we want to go from early years all the way through to year six. It's very difficult to then do different lessons for each of those years. That's, that's a lot involved in that. Whereas if we just play out the garden side of it for the teachers, we release that um, pressure of having to go out and find out about the information and we just make it a little bit easier for them. And then they can add in their lessons. They can add in their maths, their English. There's so much. Do you know what? Actually, let me find this. Um, where is that? I'm doing, like I said, I'm doing a talk next. That's not it. Oh, no. Where is it? Oh, not the loot, have I? Oh, here it is. I know. Um, I'm doing this talk next week for a load of head teachers, right? Let me just chuck a few facts out there. So, in the UK right now, 9 in 10 UK primary schools are doing some school gardening. That's not bad. 9 in 10 isn't actually that bad. I mean, successfully, 
I don't know, like from the schools I've visited and and the people I talk to, there's definitely teachers trying. It's just it's just making sure that that continues and we don't just drop in and out because I I'm I was part of that. Remember, I was I talk about it a lot. I was part of just dropping in and out of schools and throwing seeds and products about and saying see you later so i know that uh, f- for 61 percent of schools lack of volunteers is a barrier for more school gardening which is exactly what we stop uh with the school garden success plan because we take again the pressure of volunteers and the pressure of just one teacher doing it all um, the fantastic mr stewart jackson at his school he's the forest uh lead there um, they're lucky to have um a forest school teacher as part of their school, um, you know, but again, just for Mr. Jackson, I feel like it's a lot of pressure. Everything's on him. If Mr. Jackson was there, what would happen? Um, six in ten head teachers say that school gardening helps to improve pupils' physical health and mental well-being and behaviour, which we're going to talk about in a minute. Um, the typical primary school has two or three year groups taking part, while forty-three percent offer their programs to three or more year groups. And I think we should have it in every year group. Like I say, um, we shouldn't have it where just one or two do it, or we should definitely not have it, as someone said to me the other day. I was having a really good conversation, right? But they said, oh, yeah, sometimes we get the... Um, there's a few children, like... He didn't say naughty, but he meant, you know, the naughty ones. And when they go outside, they're really good and, and it calms them down and... Uh, and they behave, and I'm like, I get that, I do understand it, I just think that, you know, gardening is such a rewarding um, experience, that maybe we should get everyone involved, and have the whole class out there, rather than just the ones that are naughty, and when maybe we're just awarding, rewarding bad behaviour, I don't know, I'm not, I don't want to get into an argument, but you know. Uh, the typical UK primary school has two or three year groups taking part. Oh, yeah, that's um, whilst 40% offer their programs. Um, children aren't playing outside as much as previous generations, spending 17 hours each week watching TV. That's probably gone up quite a bit since um, the COVID, and 20 hours online. Again, um, I can guarantee that's gone up. A report by the National Trust states that the area around the home in which children are allowed to play has declined by almost 90% since 1970s, sure, uh, driven by parental fears over safety. I'm, you know, I'm a parent. I get, I do understand that with pressures over our little cherubs. Um, but I think, yeah, like watching TV and, and being online, I, I even am a, uh, I've fallen, uh, ill to that as well. Do you know what I mean? But especially since COVID, like it's happened even more. Um, I had listened to a podcast the other day and they were saying, you know, that children would rather stay inside than go out. And I think even from Olive's side, she... We try and do as much as we can with her now. Like we did anyway, but even more now. We're like, come on, let's get outside. Let's go and enjoy. Let's go to the beach. Let's do this. Let's go to the woods. I like to go out in the garden. Uh, and sometimes we get a bit of pushback from that. She's a bit like, oh, I just want to spend the weekend inside, to be honest with you. And uh, she never used to be like that. 
it's a bit sad, really. So she was sort of, she just said, so I just want to play with my toys. Well, I don't know. We can we can do so much by getting into schools. I think you know it's a it's a big responsibility of schools to make that happen, and that hopefully will help with home life too. Um, there's a few different bits that gardening can help with. Uh, research has shown that school gardening encourages children to make more res- or take more responsibility for their own physical health, safety, and diet. Uh, which is obviously so true because if you're growing your own, then you get to see what you're eating and care about it. Researchers also found that gardening can increase the number of fruits and vegetables recognised by pupils involved. I asked Olive the other day, she let me down. I said, what was it I asked her? Oh, I, do you know where, I think did I said, do you know where asparagus, how asparagus has grown? And uh, she didn't know. I said, Something like that. I was like, oh, oh come on. Uh, although we don't, to be fair, we don't actually grow asparagus. Maybe that's this year's thing. They're encouraging a healthy lifestyle uh, that they can carry through the rest of their lives. The mental well-being part, which we've sort of touched on tonight, there's a strong correlation between happiness and feeling connected with a natural world uh, of patients involved in mental health charity. Mind's green exercise activity program, 90% report that the nature exercise combination is the most important factor in determining how they feel. And I, for one, can agree with that i know that uh for me personally just sitting outside helps with my mental health um a lot of my work in the past two months maybe start maybe really start this year has been real computer based and it's been inside and i've got a new place and it has not done me well and me being outside and doing a little bit to my garden, or sitting in the hot tub, has really has really helped. Um, so that's an important thing. Social skills, working towards a common goal with peers. That's what we do in the school garden success plan. We get everyone working together. It helps people break down many barriers, barriers to social interactions. So important. And behaviour, again, we touched on this. Research into school garden programmes have found the classroom behaviour often improves as a result of being given greater responsibility. School gardening has also been shown to improve concentration levels with children returning to the classroom ready, ready and willing to learn. Again, I can 100% link that with my own life as a 34-year-old. If I go outside for a little bit, do a little pottering, whether it's anything, today I cut the lawn... Right, halfway through my day, I cut the lawn, felt better, got back, concentrated on work. Even for me, I can see it. Do you know what I mean? Oh, and finally, actually, at schools where gardeners offered, children can learn in more varied and interesting ways linked to the direct experience. A wide range of uh, subjects are covered, including literacy, thank you, numeracy, uh, as questions are asked outdoors with follow-up activities so if it's the first time you've listened to this podcast and you come away and you're not sure whether you want to garden with the kids hopefully we've changed your mind somewhere along the way let's have a bit of this
Oh, I like that one. I like that one a lot. That reminds me a little bit of the old show. I love that. Um, 07, everybody. 07, 42, if you want to call in um, to today's show. Just Jackson. Salmon, Miss Jackson, rocking in uh, at the start of today's show. Um, but you're very welcome to call in. Over the coming months, we're going to have some incredible guests. So maybe you could be that guest. Some guests that we may not have heard in the podcast scope before, perhaps. And if you want to be one of those guests, uh, then it's Lee at skinnyjingana.co.uk. Uh, it's not Paxman, so don't panic. It's very much like what you've listened to tonight. Or today, whenever you're listening back, and just very chilled out conversation about gardening. We find out what you've been up to. Mr. Jackson's smashing it in the comments tonight. He says gardening at our school is part of our holistic approach. Uh, is just one part of the whole day. We also do yoga, samba, art, music, mate, massage. This all scars schools change. This all works alongside all other lessons. Uh, and he also says a bit of praise for Lee. Great speech. So true you can cover every aspect of primary school curriculum just by going outside in the garden for a couple of hours a week. Yes. That's what I'm talking about. That is what we're talking about, everyone. Um if this podcast doesn't shout out Go grab the school guards assessment. I don't know what will. I don't know what will. Uh, I tell you what, next month, I'll come along with a load of um, ideas for you to, to fundraise for the school plan. And if you've got any questions, then please get involved. Um, uh, one of the questions we got through was, uh, can you start any time? I think I answered that today, didn't I? You can start any time throughout the year. Give you a little rundown. The first month is just bringing together your um, your raised bed as a team, as a as a as a class, which sort of brings in the whole um, team building sort of communication thing that we talked about a minute ago, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, but you really can start any time because if you start. Chuck me a date. Chuck me any month and I'll tell you whereabouts you can go with it. July. Okay. All right, hey, Dan. July. You get it in July, right? You could build it in that month and be ready in September. Because through September, through to about January, we're talking loads about wildlife. You'd be ready. We're also going to be sowing some seeds in there as well. So you'd be ready for September to start off. Chuck me another date. Chuck me another date. November. Fine. Oh, December. Okay, Stu says December. You get your school guns success plan in December. Again, you're building it. You're ready for January. You're ready to start um, creating your pots in January. Start of the year to start sowing. Get ahead of time. There literally is no month 
that is not is wrong to start the plan. It's that good. Uh, how you doing, Dan? I ain't seen you on here for ages, man. Thanks so much for joining us tonight on the show. Dan's in Dan's kitchen garden in the comments. Someone someone wrote to me the other day, said, Oh, um, I've come over to your YouTube channel, I've come over to your podcast because they they heard that Dan's kitchen garden allotments uh mentioned me. Thanks, man. I've been out of the the YouTube loop for a while, so I apologize. Uh I didn't watch that one. But um but yeah, welcome. Welcome, welcome. Um is there more to pay is another question for that uh, uh for the plan. These questions don't all have to be planned questions, by the way. You're quite happy to answer any other ones. Um, like I said earlier, again, I think I've answered it already. There's no more to pay. We were going to do a subscription thing. We scrapped it. Instead, we thought, no, we don't want to keep taking money from schools. This is for school guard success. And the success part is to make it as cheap as possible for you, the school. Um, so we popped in lessons, like I said earlier. Popped in lessons. So you can save your own seeds, make your own compost, and be self-sufficient. If you're a member of the School Guard Success Plan, uh, then please hit the teacher support button right now uh, to get your questions answered instantly uh, by one of the team. Um, Or if you're a listener, then email us or drop a comment on this post or just drop us a comment anywhere. And in the next show, which is the 28th of April... Uh, when we record the show next, we uh, will answer them for you. You have to wait a whole month, though, so it's well worth being on the plan if you're a teacher to get involved in it. I feel like I've talked about the plan too much. <laughs> that sounded evil, laughed, didn't it? Right, also, uh, let's have a little flick. Each month, we're going to have a little flick through the How to Get a Kids Gardening book to give you an even... Well, just even more ideas. This podcast today has been packed full of ideas for April uh, that you can go and do. Um, if you want to get hold of the book, it's available right now uh, for... I can't remember how much it is at the website at the moment. Uh, but go grab it on the shop. Go grab, grab it on Amazon. It's How to Get Kids Gardening with the Skinny Jean Gardener. Let's have a look at the best things we've done. Um, well, let's Actually, let's do a few more ideas. I gave you an idea earlier. Because we are sowing seeds, right, uh, it's important that we try and make as many different pots as possible. In the book, I do talk how to get kids gardening by a skinny gardener about, oh, here you go. Look, actually, if you're a parent, we're just coming away from the school garden success plan for a minute. If you're a parent, you might be thinking right now about sowing seeds. And rightly so. It's an amazing thing to do with kids. I remember the first thing I planted with Olive. It was a just a simple tomato plant. We sowed some tomato seeds on soil, watched it grow. And her amazement that an actual tomato come of it will stay with me forever. So, in the book, I talk about my top 10 things to sow with kids. But I also say that these are my top 10 you need to talk to the kids about what you're going to sow. And also, it's 10. That's a lot, right? You're sowing 10 seeds. If it's your first time you've ever sown seeds, or your first time, maybe 2022 is your year. Is it your year? To start gardening? <laughs> gardening? Maybe it is. 
don't sow 10 seeds. If you're brave enough, go for it, but don't sow 10 seeds. I always say start with five, maybe start with three or five. Um, because if you grow 10, it's just going to be too much to handle. You've got all them growing your windsill. Um, but my top 10, I've got down as tomatoes. I love a tomato, everybody. Um, and they're super easy to grow. Again, on the windowsill. Done. Uh, peppers. All these can be done right now. Peppers. Brilliant one. Uh, to be, be sowing again. Exactly the same as those tomatoes. Uh, carrots. Always can be sowing carrots. Always can be sowing them. You need a, a little bit more space for carrots. Well, I'll tell you one top tip. If you've got not a lot of space in the in the garden for them, or maybe you've not even got a garden, maybe you've got a balcony, you know you can get from, like, you know you can get from them cheap shops, them big plastic see-through boxes. You know the ones. They can slide under your bed. Yeah, them ones, yeah. If you get them, drill a few holes in the bottom for a bit of drainage, whack a load of compost, and then you can run your carrots down that. It's absolutely perfect. You don't want to, they won't, you won't get really long carrots. I'm talking like little salad carrots you can do with that. But they're perfect for that. Plenty of space. If you've got a deeper box, obviously you can grow bigger, fatter carrots through that. But it depends how much space you've got in your garden. Uh, pumpkins. Now. Right, hang on. I wish I had like an, uh, an emergency alarm. Now, everyone. <clears throat> Let me have a drink. Hang on. Now is the time to sow pumpkins. Now is the time to sow. Don't come to me in September with the feeling of Halloween breathing down your neck. Asking me when to sow pumpkins. Now is the time to sow pumpkins. Pumpkins, are, if you've got a space for pumpkins, do it. Uh, but I'm growing pumpkins in my small garden this year. That small little um, fence panel by a fence panel garden. I'm going to grow pumpkins in there. But I'm going to grow them up the fence. I'm going to build a structure so they grow upwards. Um, that's the plan anyway. Strawberries are an amazing one to grow. Really simple once you've got them strawberry plants. I don't grow them from seed. P me personally, I don't grow strawberry plants from seed. You can do. I'd just go and buy the plants if I was you. Just go and buy the plants. Then the runners throughout the year, you generally don't have to buy strawberry. About every three years, you have to buy a new strawberry plant. They're really great, really easy to grow. Uh, courgettes, if you love a courgette, I love a courgette because once you've got them going, a courgette plant just keeps on giving. Love a courgette. Uh, lettuce is a good one uh, this time of year. Uh, chilies. Chili plants again, sown them exactly the same as them peppers, exactly the same as them tomatoes. Uh, potatoes. I've got potatoes in here. I am going to grow some potatoes, but it's not something that I generally do anymore. I don't usually do it. Uh, we've also got runner beans on the list. Is that everything? Hey, my top 10. Yeah. What's it say? Top tip. Now that you've chosen exactly what you want to grow, it's time to go and buy the seeds. You won't need to use all of the seeds in the packet, so be sure to sow what you need and save the rest for next year. Which is so, so true, everybody. Don't sow everything. There's no need. Um, seeds last. I know they say they've got a date on them, but 
You know they've got a best before. You know they've got a best before date, right? You know I'm still using seeds from twenty. I think they had a best before date on twenty eighteen. They don't all germinate. And germinate, I mean grow. They don't all grow. But it doesn't mean they're out of date like food. Do you know what I mean? It just means that the germination rate is not as successful. Um, so you can still use old seeds. Um, Mr. Jackson, uh, again with a comment. So I meant to say our school podcast has started up again as we are not in bubbles anymore. We are looking for a gardener to interview. Do you know one? I am here, Mr. Jackson. Uh, and if we can get some of that audio onto this podcast, that would be amazing. If we can get once a month onto the podcast um, as a bonus podcast, your school's podcast, that would be brilliant. I will message you tomorrow about that because that would be such great audio to have on here. Um, top tip, sow your sunflower seeds in late April. Then there will be flower in September. There you go. Um, controversial. Might be a little bit controversial, but uh, with sunflowers, my favourite time of a sunflower is when they're dying at the end. A bit morbid, I know, but... Uh, I just don't know. There's stuff about plants that are like a bit dried up and had their time that I love. I, lo- I think they're architecturally, Mr. Suggett's heard me talk about this before, architecturally beautiful. Same with sunflowers. They're great. And also, don't chop them down once they die. And we talk about this in September, October time. Uh, don't chop them down because they're really great for birds. The birds love the seeds of them, so you know, leave them. But should we have? Who's doing a some? Bet someone's doing a sunflower competition. Are they doing? Hey, are they doing? Um, do I see this? I mean, the cynical of me was not so much sunflowers for UK Ukraine, was it? Who was doing that? It's a really good one to do. I've, I've, to be fair. I'm going to do it this year with Olive because we walked past so many uh, schools. We're not going to do it for Ukraine, I think. Uh, I'm not going to get into that uh, <laughs> that subject, but um, but we were past so many front gardens where people are growing sunflowers, and every year Olive is like, "Oh, Dad, can we grow sunflowers? Look how big they are!" She gets well excited about it. Um, so maybe we'll do about that this year. A bit of sunflower growing. Love some sunflowers. I ain't got no sunflower seeds, actually. I need to go. I need to pop to the garden centre and get some. That'd be awesome, though. That's a really good one. Uh, but yeah, with vegetables, um, obviously, if you're starting off, start with five, everybody. And then uh, and then next year, build up um, to the magic. I, also, I think it's got a magic 10. I think if you're doing it with kids, the magic 10 is a good number to just about handle if you've been doing it for a few years. Um, But most importantly, forget all that. Most importantly is grow what you eat. Grow what you eat, because what's the point? If 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 you're going to grow it, you're not going to eat it. What's the point? I'm not going to care about it. Kids are not going to care about it. What does he say? Sunflower is not just for us. It's even better for the birds. I said that. I said that, Mr. Jackson. I said it already. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, everyone. Let's have 
Oh, one last song before the end of today's show. I'll give you a chance to call in if you want before the end. Let's have, um, have we had this one yet? Oh, I know I finished uh, uh, quick. Um, wow, that's, I like that song. Thanks for that. Thanks very much for that. I'm coming to the end of the show now, everybody. I hope you're enjoying it. It's been fun. Um, okay, let's say uh, the final 15 minutes, 07. Well, I'll say 15. I might shut up a little bit early tonight. Um, I'm getting ready. I'm off to London tomorrow, peeps. I'm to London. I've been to Idle Home Show for three years. Actually, has it been three years? 20? When did I do that show? 2019, was it? I did that family garden? 2019, 20? Yeah, three years. Three years. That's unbelievable, isn't it? How quick that's gone since I did that family garden. Do you remember that? No one knows. I did a, a whole family garden. A little bit based off my book. It was. But, um, gosh. What a what a time, everybody! Hey, returning there to do some shows. I'm really excited about it. It's gonna be great. Uh, if you're if you're coming there, maybe you listen to this podcast a bit late. Um, don't panic. You, as if you were, uh, you'll be able to hear the audio from them shows, and also from that outdoor teachers conference that I'm doing next year, uh, next week as well. I'll put the audio of that up uh, later on this month. So prepare yourself for that little treats everybody um hey i think i think we're gonna i think we're gonna end it there everyone i think that's it i think i'm i'm children's garden out uh for this uh month's phone in uh the next time we do the phone if you do want to phone in will be the 28th of april i've got incredible guests lined up for that show just wait uh it's 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 not Mr. Jackson, but he's always welcome. Um, hey, hey. Also, one thing we have achieved tonight, really great, uh, is is uh, Mr. Jackson says, "Great show. We'll talk to children tomorrow about recording five minutes for your next show. I'm sure they will be up for it. Talk soon, yeah, for sure. That'd be amazing to have that on the show. Absolutely incredible. Let's do that. The 28th of April is the next recording of this show. Uh, so much uh, on the audio podcast." though so so much and like i say the next guest absolutely cannot wait can not wait oh one thing i should mention is um check out uh bbc live lessons um because there's a great lesson on there about plants if you're a teacher there's got some great things and i'm gonna be up there hopefully very soon doing some more stuff as well um, but go check them out. Uh, go watch them back on the BBC iPlayer. There's some of the stuff that I did talk about. I told you about I was doing them, right? I told you that was happening. There's some great lessons about plants on there, um, which are well worth looking at. Well worth it, everybody. Um, wow. What a, what, a, what a start to the Teacher Garden Club podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And... Um, I look forward to welcoming you back next time.
Jackson for coming to throughout tonight's show and calling in. Right at the start. That feels like a long time ago. Thanks for listening, Anna. Thanks for listening, Dan. Thanks for listening, Beddows. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, stop the music. Don't forget about that competition as well. That's big. If you've listened this far to this podcast, remember that Children's Garden Week competition where you can win a school garden success plan. Oh, yeah. We're getting everywhere. We're everywhere. Speak to our management about it, Beddows. That was an old podcast. 